Hi there. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Heidi Higgins, and you are listening to K-12 on Learning, sponsored by Stride. The seven mindsets are based on a three-year study resulting in the writing of the Seven Mindsets book and the development of an online social and emotional solution for elementary, middle, and high school students. The seven mindsets have been designed to promote self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, relationship skills, and responsible decision-making in students, and include everything is possible, passion first, we are connected, 100% accountable, attitude of gratitude, live to give, the time is now. Today, we have the opportunity to welcome Krista Stipik, Seven Mindsets Implementation Manager for all of Stride K-12. Krista is interacting with all of the schools across the country and will share some of what these mindsets are, why they are important, and why Stride K-12 found it important to partner and share with families. Krista, welcome to our podcast. Oh, thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited to share more about the mindsets and really get into how the learning coaches and other adults in our students' lives can help these come alive within their environment. A little bit about myself. I'm a prior educator myself. I was a middle grades educator. I taught sixth through eighth grade math. I was also an athletic coach and then went on to do some instructional coaching before I had the chance to join our Seven Mindsets team. The way that I found out about the mindsets is I attended the Ultimate Life Summit, and that's kind of our big summer conference. I got a chance to learn about the mindsets, to kind of be with students that were experiencing them for the first time, and it really ignited a passion in me for social-emotional learning. I came back to my school that summer and met with my leaders, and they were all aboard, and so we were able to introduce the seven mindsets to our campus. We were the first school in Texas. And so that was exciting for us. And so I got to be involved in that implementation and see the difference that it made for our students, but also the difference that it made for us as adults. And that's really the passion that I bring to the role that I have now. Thank you for sharing that. Can you share with us and tell us why the seven mindsets are important? Absolutely. So we know that social emotional learning and especially mindset-based social emotional learning, which is what we refer to as what we do with the seven mindsets, it's important for so many different reasons. And I think that social emotional learning is still a newer term to so many people. So I do want to take a moment to define that for us. And so I really feel like social emotional learning is how we acquire and apply the knowledge, the skills, the attitudes to develop healthy identities, manage our emotions, and achieve our personal goals. So it's the way that we think about how we can feel and show empathy for others, how we can establish and maintain supportive relationships, and how do we make responsible and caring decisions. And so I love that you brought up the core competencies, which are those self-management, social awareness, relationship skills, responsible decision-making. All of those competencies are included in what we do with the seven mindsets. Everything we do each and every day, we include these. We make sure that we're staying aligned with what we know is best practices within social-emotional learning. And we love to balance this with the students' academic endeavors. 
So we want to always support what's going on in the academic arena so that students really can reach their potential. And so we know that that happens through the building of relationships, starting and continuing these conversations, and really adding that piece that invites the students to help to get to know themselves, help to get to know others, and have that awareness of what they're going through each and every day. Your site says that the seven mindsets are not predicated on what we know or where we come from, but rather predicated on how we think. Can you explain what that means? Yeah, absolutely. And I love, I love just that statement of it's not predicated on what we know or where we came from. Because I'll tell you, in the research, we looked at why some are able to achieve happiness and success and others just don't feel like they can get there or they don't get there. And what we found is that it really wasn't where people were coming from. If they came from a two-parent household, their socioeconomic status It's the way that we think about things. It's the way that we think about ourselves, our abilities, how we are able to react and overcome adversity, our interactions with others, and so much more. And so from that research, we came away with 28 overall thought structures. Those thought structures are then categorized into what we know now as the seven mindsets. And so as we talk through the seven mindsets and as we're able to explore those mindsets, each of the mindsets is made up of four parts which then helps our students, our educators, and us as adults to further understand the meaning of each of the mindsets. We're going to include your website as part of our podcast notes today so that families can go there and get some reference of some of the moving parts that you're talking about, because there's a lot that can help a family that's at home. And so we're excited that K-12 has partnered with the seven mindsets to provide social, emotional learning solutions to families. These are families who school at home 24-7. We know we've got lots going on right now. Some are new to this online thing. Some are struggling. Some are really mastering this whole process. So how is your web-based curriculum used here and applied for our families? Absolutely. I love that question because so many times, you know, we think about curriculums, we think about what our students are going through. And here at Seven Mindsets, we like to think of us as so much more than just the curriculum that's being accessed by the school. So anytime we partner with a campus or with like Stride K-12, we're really seeking to make it a common language. It's really the way that we want things to just happen on those campuses. We want that to be the feel of the organization. And so with that, we always start with the adults. We know that the adults are really where we're going to make those changes. So every one of our campus, the adults go through a really engaging, fun, I call it professional development, but I think it's more like personal development. They're able to hear about the mindsets, hear about the parts of the mindsets and take them in for themselves. Because when we can think about how some information is relevant and how it affects us, we're so much more prepared and engaged to then share that knowledge. So then those educators feel more prepared. They feel like they have that basis to go in and have these conversations with students. So in the web-based curriculums, educators do have access to a number of lessons that they can share with the students. And all of those lessons are focused on high engagement, relevancy to real-life situations. And so they get to watch real-life videos. They then get to have some discussion or do an activity that really allows them to apply what they've just talked about, what they're learning about. You know, we really thrive on those discussions and being able to provide that safe environment where students feel that they can share, that they can kind of dive into maybe some conversations that they don't usually have with each other. 
And I love that through our partnership with Stride K-12, we've really been able to design and implement that curriculum that's applicable to those families who do find this educational experience right for their family. So the lessons are made available to the schools. The educators are able to share those with the students through their different learning management systems. And then so many of our K-12 stride schools are then taking it the extra step. So they're integrating it into more than what's just happening during that lesson. We see campuses hosting parent nights, hosting opportunities for students to come together and live the mindsets and actions. So that may be service projects. That may be partnering with other things going on in their communities. So it really allows for the education of that whole child. We absolutely value the academics, but we know that what we're doing with social-emotional learning is just as important for our students. Thank you. I'm glad that you mentioned a few of these things. I'm curious if you've got some examples of how families, maybe some specific examples of how this can work with families and how the seven mindsets can be applied. You've mentioned some of the the events that the schools can hold and the community outreach that they can provide. Do you have some examples you could share with us? Yeah. So beyond what some of the schools are doing, I always encourage our families to reach out and the schools have access to parent newsletters. Within those newsletters, parents have access to information that helps explain the mindset a little bit more. It's going to dive into those four components of each mindset. It's also going to give some ideas for activities that the parents and students can do at home. And so each of those newsletters is available. You have a newsletter for each of the mindsets. I always also encourage our families and the communities to get involved with what's going on in the lesson. So every one of our lessons can be shared with the family. And so they're able to watch the video along with their student or say, hey, let's watch this video again. I heard that it was great and see the questions and be able to engage with the same information that their students are going through. And then, you know, we have valuable amount of information on our website as well as on social media. So we're on Facebook and Twitter where we share a mindset quote of the day. And that mindset quote of the day is actually one of my favorite things that we have. I take it back to even when I was in the classroom, I used to post it up as my students were coming in just almost for me, you know, they're inspirational, they're fun. And I always thought, you know, even if one of my students is reading this, I know it's making a difference. But funny enough, of course, you have that day where you're rushed and I just didn't get to it. And that first period class walked in and they were like, where's the quote? And I was like, oh, wow, it is having an impact. But I know that just sharing those positive thoughts can go a long way, spark some conversation for our families. And then, you know, anytime that the campuses are doing things, you know, I always encourage the families to get involved or to be a part of that. And so I know for some families that's more realistic than others, but I think that there's small steps that we can all take that are going to go towards this and social emotional learning and just brokering these conversations amongst our families and make them easier to have for all of us. Thank you. I appreciate that, Krista, to hear how we can be involved. A reminder of what those seven mindsets are. I love the fact that you say everything is possible. I love everything is possible so much because it's usually the one that schools will kick off with. And it's all about just expanding the expectations that we have for ourselves and thinking about all of the possibilities that exist. You know, if we think about all the cool things that we have in our world, That started with somebody's big idea and that started with a dream. I think that that's just such an inspirational mindset and it always encourages us to have those big dreams. And so anytime I'm talking to adults, I'm always, one of my first questions is, 
What's a big dream that you have for yourself? And making sure that we're continuing to dream. We never want to stop dreaming for ourselves, no matter how old we are. I love that one. Thank goodness people have thought that, or we wouldn't have even the technology that we have today. I'm so thankful. Everything is possible. Another mindset, passion first. Mm, So passion first is all about seeking out those things that bring us the most joy. So exploring our interests, really focusing on the strengths that we have. So often other people will notice our strengths or we may feel really strong in different environments, right? So a number of educators will tell me that they feel strong in their classroom or in that educational environment. And so that's a place of strength that brings happiness to us. And people notice when we're happy people. And so when we put our passions first, there are also those core values. So leaning into what we know is important to us, being willing to take a stand, and then just being our authentic self, pursuing those things that we know make us the best versions of ourselves. I love that. Another of your seven mindsets is we are connected. Boy, do we need that now. Boy, do we need that now. We've focused a lot on We Are Connected this year, you know, just realizing that we are social beings. And so I know that this global pandemic has put a lot of stress on some of that ability to be social, but thank goodness for the technology that's allowing us to connect. My favorite part of We Are Connected is the first part, which is encourages, it encourages us to embrace everyone and to welcome people into our lives. We never know what role someone may play until we really explore that and say, oh, wow, you know, this person has the ability to help me towards my dreams, or wow, this could become a really great friend, or you know what, maybe this person isn't going to have much of an effect, but we never know until we welcome those in and just realize that we all have so much more in common than we do that sets us apart. Beautifully said. Thank you, Krista. Now, the next one is one of my favorites, that you're 100% accountable. Oh, Heidi, you are not joking. So, so many of our educators will share that it's also their favorite because we love the idea of accountability. I also love 100% accountable, but I love to take it a little bit deeper, just knowing that we are accountable for who we are. And so owning our lives, thinking about the, the power that that brings of, we don't have to be victims of our past, that our future's not predetermined. So we can really lean into who we are now, who we're working to become, and just own those decisions that are happening each and every day. Working to overcome some of those things in the back of our minds that we may feel are kind of limiting us and saying, you know what? I have this fear of of not being good enough, but I'm going to dive in anyway. And I'm going to be accountable for the growth that happens throughout every experience that I have. I love that one. Very good. (laughs) A critical, a critical mindset is an attitude of gratitude. Oh, so this is my personal favorite. And I say that because this is the mindset that's had the biggest impact on my life personally. I've always been a person that experienced gratitude, but I was never showing that gratitude to the people in my life. And so as we think about attitude of gratitude, you know, we always encourage a daily practice of gratitude. Research tells us that it can add up to seven years to our lives. And I just think, wow, that's incredible, but just a daily practice. So it could be, you know, a piece of scratch paper and just writing down one or two things that you're feeling grateful for as you wake up. You know, they make apps now, right? So technology is allowing us so many different things. You can, you know, download an app and it will remind you, hey, what are you grateful for today? But just having that attitude of gratitude, being able to think it forward to the people that are having the biggest impact on our lives and noticing those small things. 
And so oftentimes we take those small things for granted. And I feel like during this time, attitude of gratitude has helped me get through because I've, I've been able to notice more of the small things. I'm finding that I'm more grateful for some of the things that maybe I was taking for granted along the way. Beautiful way to put that. Another mindset is live to give. Yeah. So live to give is our mindset that's all about just our orientation to service, wanting to give throughout our lives. And one of the best ways that we can do that is just by being ourselves. Each one of us is such a unique gift to this world. And so, you know, it kind of envelops some of those other mindsets. So when we are, you know, seeking out the things that we're passionate about, when we are believing in ourselves and thinking positively, we're providing such a gift to this world just by being who we are. And so thinking about the small ways that we can make a difference. Oftentimes when we think about service, we think about volunteering or donations of money, but realizing that sometimes the best gifts are just those small things that we can do for each other to make a difference. Opening a door, helping someone carry their bags, giving someone a kind word, because we never know what someone's going through. And that kind word could totally turn their day around. It certainly can. And you never know whose life you're going to touch with those kind actions. Very good. And the final mindset is the time is now. Mm. So the time is now is where we bring it all together. And the time is now encourages us to embrace every moment, to take in and realize the power that we have in each moment, the things that are happening. I think back to this one when I was in the classroom, this one kind of hit home with me as I was constantly multitasking. And educators, you know, they're, we're always doing a ton of things, trying to get things accomplished. And uh, I had a student come up to my desk and I was trying to submit attendance and I was trying to do this. And I was halfway paying attention, you know, because we can't really multitask as much as we try. And I had to stop myself and say, Krista, embrace this moment. This may be the most important conversation that this student has all day. And so it really has encouraged me to slow down sometimes when I think I need to do so much at once and embrace that moment. The time is now also encouraged us to let ourselves be vulnerable. And vulnerability is a favorite of mine because it requires courage and it requires us stepping outside of our comfort zone sometimes. But one of the best ways that we can do that with the mindsets is sharing stories with each other, sharing experiences. You know, I always tell parents and adults and educators in children's lives that one of the best ways for us to be vulnerable is just to connect with our students. When they share an experience, show that empathy. Step outside yourself a little bit and say, you know what? I may have never told you this before, but I can relate to what you're feeling. Or let me tell you what this mindset means to me. And so that does require a little bit of vulnerability, but we are our strongest selves when we can put ourselves in those places of vulnerability. I really appreciate what you're saying. Our families, sometimes our families need to realize that the time is now and to embrace it because it's fleeting. I know that now I'm, I'm a grandmother. I, I never thought I would, that day would ever come. And I realized that each of those moments I had prior to this were precious and priceless. And the time is now to enjoy the things that are here now. Before the pandemic, I think a lot of us knew what the plan was. We were looking ahead. And all of a sudden, we discovered that everybody's in the same boat. Nobody knows what's coming next. Mm-hmm. And we, we've never really known what was coming next. But now we know that we don't know what is coming next. And so to enjoy that time is now, what a beautiful mindset. 
And I love the fact that you call them mindsets. These are attributes that, if applied to life, can bring some happiness. And I love that. And you're, you're talking to educators. You're talking to parents. You're talking to students who need to learn step-by-step step some of these things to apply to their thinking so that their life can be happy. What are some resources that you can offer families that will help them learn and develop these mindsets in themselves? Absolutely. So, you know, we mentioned a few of them already. So as we think about those newsletters, um, as we think about some of the videos, I love when schools will share some of the videos that the students are involved in, but other resources, you know, as you go into our website, it helps you to explore a little bit more, but then just taking an interest for yourself, right? So as you hear about what's going on with your students, taking an interest in how you can apply that for yourself as an adult. I will tell you that our students have an advantage with this because our students are constantly going through different stages of development. And so our students are very malleable. They're open to this information. They're looking to develop their mindsets and their values. Whereas we as adults, we have to be open to these things. And so we have to embrace that growth mindset and think about, okay, this is what I want. And we have to envision and really be open to kind of relaying some of those neural pathways. And I'll tell you, that was my experience. You know, I, this kind of took me by storm when I first was introduced to the mindsets and I, I kind of had to rethink the way that I did some things or talked about some things or the language that I was using. And so I think just an overall interest in it leads you to those different areas. On our social channels, we're always sharing things that we find interesting and relevant to the mindset. So that could be articles, that could be other videos, that could be schools experiencing success. And so you can see and learn from everything that's going on kind of in the environment around us. Thank you. Those are, those are great and valuable resources. How does a parent begin to implement these things? The first step is always just leaning into it. So maybe not overthinking it and saying, you know what? I want to do this. And even just vocalizing that, uh, I would encourage them to reach out to their schools and say, hey, I know that, you know, my student is going through these seven mindsets. Can you help me also go through them? And so seeing what parts of the seven mindsets that they can share and sharing that campus experience with the parents. But I think the first step is just leaning into it and making that decision that you want to explore this for yourself along with your students. Excellent. Great way to begin. So now that we've discussed seven of these mindsets, we've talked about the availability that this curriculum now has through all, to all of our students and that it is making a difference. We're seeing some, some positive reinforcement coming back as we build our mind. And I think you used a word earlier, we have to rethink sometimes and develop those pathways in our mind that lead us to that attitude of gratitude, giving to other people, realizing that let's do this now, and being accountable, being connected, and, and recognizing all people, a passion, and that things are possible especially if we keep this kind of mindset. What kinds of, of suggestions do you have to families for the first time that are hearing about this, that they might be able to, to understand it a little better? Yeah, that's a great question, Heidi. So, you know, as you're just leaning into this, I think a great way is to maybe visit one of our social pages and subscribe so you're getting that mindset quote of the day. I know that that, as I started, helped me understand the meaning of some of the mindsets. 
And as we shared that quote, I would be like, okay, so that's aligned with everything is possible. I can kind of take that and extrapolate the the different avenues from that. But I think also, you know, don't be afraid to ask for more information. So if you want more information on the mindsets, reach out to those campuses. Uh, You're always welcome to reach out to us. We'd love to share anything that we can with the parents. We always want to... I always say we always want to empower our educators, our adults, our parents, just as much as we want to empower our students. I notice that some of our schools are taking these mindsets one per month and kind of focusing and building activities and opportunities around it. Do you, by chance, have today's quote handy? So today's quote is aligned with 100% accountable, and it says, the mind is everything. What you think, you become. And that's a quote from Buddha. If we go to yesterday, it was aligned with we are connected. So you'll notice the quotes start to, they follow the way that the mindsets are are laid out. So you'll have a we are connected and you'll have 100% accountable and then an attitude of gratitude. So yesterday's was about we are connected and it says, wherever there is a human being, there is an opportunity for kindness. And so just thinking about how we can be connected through our kind actions towards each other. And these quotes are on your Facebook page daily, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we will always share our quote on Facebook. You can also, same thing on Twitter, Instagram, things like that. So any of your any of your social pages. Previous one to that is from Passion First. And this is also, this is one of my favorites. And it says, it's not the length of life, but the depth of life that matters. So that's all about pursuing those passions and leaning in and making our lives what we want them to be and, you know, really exploring those interests that we have. That is great and inspiring. And I'm going to include your Facebook page link in our podcast notes so our families know right where to go. Everybody needs an inspiring quote. And I remember having my own daughters at home. Some of them would find quotes that print them out and then put them on the desk. And how fun to have something to put on the the desk as a reminder of just how to rewire that mind as we develop these seven mindsets. Very, very nice. Some closing words, Krista. Do you have any suggestions? What you think about all this? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as I think about the mindset, I just want to encourage everyone, always think like progress over perfection. And I say that being what I describe myself as a recovering perfectionist, but just leaning in, you know, like we talked about, you don't have to know it all to have a start, but also just thinking about where you are and identifying how these mindsets might have a positive effect for you and thinking about, you know what? I do love the idea of attitude of gratitude. I'd like to start maybe just jotting down one or two things and taking those small steps. But I think just the power of mindset-based social-emotional learning for all of us, social-emotional learning is still kind of the new thing. But when we look at research about what is industry and as our students are, are graduating from school, what, are in, what is industry asking for? And they're asking for a lot of these social-emotional skills. So we're seeing that these are more in demand. We're seeing that, you know, people are seeking people that have empathy, that have a a service to others, that are able to connect. And so we almost feel like this is sort of the missing piece. And so thinking about what is it that we can do for our students, but also what is it that we can do for ourselves? Embracing the idea that we're not fixed, that we have this ability to grow throughout our lives as much as we want to. And so I love to hear, you know, like I mentioned, asking somebody, what's their big dream? And I love when adults can share, you know what, I may be 40 years old, but I want to go and get a master's degree, or I want to travel 
to Australia or, you know, these things that maybe we think about, oh my gosh, is this possible for me? And then just embracing, you know what? It all starts with the dream. I love the idea of just the the power that these can hold for our lives. And I want to encourage all of our listeners today, just think about your life. Think about the things that you want for yourself. Think about the things that you're really looking forward to. Myself being a parent, this has really shaped the way that I think about parenting, the way that I want to talk to my daughter, the things that I want her to know that everything is possible for you. And that, you know, I want you to be connected and to embrace everyone. And, you know, we may not all be alike, but there's beauty in that. And what can we learn from each other? Thank you for sharing that light. Very nice. I appreciate it, Krista. Thank you for joining us today. You've opened our mind to seven additional mindsets that can change our lives for the better. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to K-12 on Learning. To learn more about our online public schools, our career prep programs, and our private school and individual course offerings, please go to k12.com. Remember to subscribe to this podcast so you can join us next time for K-12 on Learning.